Good afternoon, Parisha. It's nice to see you here. Thanks for joining us in All In Recruitment. It's a real pleasure to have you and you taking time off to join us today. So a warm welcome to you. Yes, thank you. Um, yes, very nice to to meet you today, um, Linda. And um, thanks for having me. And you've seen your profile and you've had a career of nearly two decades in various roles, right? So let's start a little bit with your background. Uh, you've led teams in-house and also in your consultancy, right? Parishat Heinen and Partners, and you are based in Dusseldorf, Germany. That's a pretty impressive track record. And you worked in different countries as well, like in Thailand. Uh, you're based there for 10 years and then in Singapore and then now in Germany. Perhaps you can start by telling us something more about your background and what you do today as a startup advisor and business coach. So um, I start my career um, actually in the hospitality role. And um, from that, it has developed to um, a different type of role. So I was working for the hotel. Then later on, it led to um, that I was working for one of the online hotel restoration. So um, the leading international company. And there I had started um, as an account manager, which is um, commercial and, and um, talking to the hotel partners. And from there, um, I've grown and developed my career within the company. And um, my last role, I was um, the country head of Thailand and other few um, of the Southeast Asia country like Vietnam, um, Cambodia, Laos, and Myanmar. So um, as a head of, of those countries, I'm basically um, leading the commercial team. And that's why um, hiring people and recruiting has become one of my core strengths. So besides um, travel and hotel management and revenue management, so one of those things um, that that part of my role. Um, the other part is hiring and training and leading and coaching people. For for that role, initially I was started as first person um, from Thailand, and um, you can imagine that um, I was recruiting um, everybody, so build up the team from scratch. So that basically what I did, and um, that's why I I really really um, find it important. For the business leader to be into the hiring and recruitment. So it is part of the core business. And especially now um, when most of the business are tech, so people and um, recruitment, getting the right people to the company is so important. So I have developed those skills, hiring people, um, you know, finding the talent, train them and coach them. And yeah, so that that's more than 10 years that I'm into to this um, recruitment. And I find that um, having the right talent is so important. So um, after I left Thailand and I moved to Germany, basically with because of um, family reasons, so I moved here. And um, interestingly, due to the, the pandemic, um, it forced people to stay home. However, it has um, opened up um, a different kind of work and business. So I was getting into a business coach, which is um, came in through my network. And from that, I was um, leading and coaching many executives um, from business coach. And I'm expanding to, to um, recruitment where I use my digital skill, setting up the recruitment strategy, work with the digital. So, um, so that's how I get in. And then, um, yeah, two years has passed. And, um, so I had built it up, um, my service. So basically I am now focusing at recruitment 
So I team up with a few people here in Germany. And also I extend my service into startup because startup is, is growing here in Europe. And um, so I use uh, my skill and my expertise, um, basically work with the founder. Um, many of my customers are very early age of startups. So, um, yes, seed or um, series A startups. So, yeah, it, it has been now, yeah, slightly more than two years that I'm in Germany. And so that's how I get into um, recruitment and, um, and startup advisor. It's excellent. And also because the startup scene is so vibrant today and there's so much um, an emphasis on the kinds of talent that needs to be in a startup because one, you know, your, your value to a startup becomes immediately visible and you have to run a very lean team or you have to expand and scale really fast. So it's interesting how you've spent some a couple of years now, you said, uh, coaching, uh, working with founders and also being a business coach. So tell us perhaps some of the experiences that you've had in a startup environment navigating the pandemic in terms of recruitment. Yeah, so because with the trend of the growing of the startup and um, the pandemic, um, I can see now that um, recruitment is is done um, mostly um, by by leveraging the the digital. So um, yeah, different type of social media, different type of platform. There's also the um, um, recruitment by using a performance marketing. So there's more budget spending on recruiting, um, not just only traditionally um, via the, the portal or the website of the company, but now you can see there's a lot of advertising done even um, on Facebook, where you can see um, many, many companies um, advertising and um, hiring people. Also, employers' branding become become really strong. So you... The, the applicant can see the, the company um, culture or, um, you know, how, how the, the office look even before they're, they're um, getting to the interview. So this is um, really new. And also many companies also start doing like a video and posting around um, how, how the working day look like. So um, this is, um, I think it is go together with, with the pandemic um, that the digital is become much more um, relevant. And also the growth of the startup, yeah. Something you said that was really interesting was that the use of performance marketing in recruitment. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? What I mean is um, the investment um, from the recruitment um, into the, the marketing that you can measure. Example, like on the social media. Um, I mean, in the past, those kind of marketing would go into product, right? So... When the company wants to sell product, then they will investment in, in this type of channel. Um, however, nowadays, um, you know, um, we have the word like try to get the talent um, from, from the living room. So they're not really looking for a job, but um, it is pop up. Yeah. And um, interestingly, some also do um, a short questionnaire or um, a little bit of the game just to engage uh, the talent. So um, that does happening. Yeah. That's interesting because I like how you said they, you have to get the talent from their living room because, you know, you and I are both seated in living rooms at this point. So it is, it is interesting to see how the point of view has changed so much that you're actually entering candidate or a, a person's private space and trying to appeal to them. And, and employer branding, as you said, is also very key right now. And most people 
looking for a sense of purpose, which brings me to the whole phenomenon on the great resignation, or some like to call it, you know, the great attrition. You know, it's caught on quickly in the past couple of years. We've seen so much of people moving from one job to another, just voluntarily leaving their jobs and did choosing what they want to uh, spend their time on. So in terms of the recruitment industry, as you see, what might be the pro- pros and cons of this? Do you see a wider talent pool? Is there a more cross-functional talent pool? And where is the industry? Yeah, I find that um, yeah, these years, especially the effect of the pandemic, it has changed the, the entire um, yeah, recruitment and, and talents. So now employees um, feel that they can work from home and deliver such a, a great um, quality of work, right? So people find that, okay, they don't want to spend time on commute anymore. Um, that That's a time that is unproductive. And many part is, is true in Bangkok or Malaysia, you know, people also commute a lot. Um, so I think that's a pro and, and that um, for sure um, that employees were looking for some flexibility, hybrid work. And um, yeah, so that, that, that is a trend. So there are some downside of working from home um, because not everybody have have a home that that can work right. So many young um, employees um, maybe they live in the small apartment, don't have a right um, working tool or working equipment. So they would prefer to to work um, in the office more when they really need to get some important tasks done. So there's a proper desk proper um, screen to work on so um, I think um, that 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 is um, the current situation so as a company um, having a choice for the employees for them um, that they can work wherever work best for them and you know having a trust and having a good system to to review their performance um, I think that that's the way um, moving forward it's not an easy task I, I can imagine especially in the organization to decide um, you know um, how how to to continue with this. I think for the young organization, maybe it's much easier um, to say, okay, we do hybrid, right? But for the some of the organization with many people, and if there's some um, some operation like machinery involved, um, so that that still people still get to require to to work um, in, in the office or in the factory, right? So you mentioned something about the similarities between. Uh, what's happening in different parts of the world like it can be the same phenomenon people are looking for hybrid work in asia as similarly in europe but let's look at some of the developments in, in your region where you're based right now you've had experience looking into the tell real first-hand experience working with founders to devise that strategy so where do you think um in post-pandemic europe for example everyone's in that recovery phase now where do you think it's headed and and how should what should recruiters be looking out for in, in the next year or two, perhaps, in terms of trends? Yeah, um, in terms of trend, I think um, the recruiter um, will actually become a um, really, really challenged job because um, the the talent um, it's become as well very, very, very shortest because of the growth of the um, a lot of startup and the tech company. And many companies will become much more um, competitive to get the, the talents, right? And for the recruiter, the job will become much more um, challenged, I, I would say. And therefore, um, I think for the recruiter to be to, to use um, much more tools 
to help to to do a better job. So that's starting from building the right funnels and then managing through the whole process to get the right talents. And that really um, it is a big task for, for the recruitment team, I believe. Yeah. yeah. You brought up a very important point, which is the usage of more tools in the recruitment uh, process itself and transitioning that from a manual-based uh, work schedule, work processes towards uh, automation. So in, in that sense, what impact do you think these technologies uh, or these tools would have on the recruitment process in the client? I think now today the work of the recruitment um, become much more complex. And um, yeah, as we were just discuss the dynamic and the changes of, of the talents and how to find the, the right talents, um, it's become much more complex. The fact is um, the recruitment still dealing a lot of with the, with the manual work. Um, spending a lot of time trying to do here and there, try to, um, you know, discuss, um, understand um, the, the role requirements. So a lot of um, time lost through um, many other things, which is not the recruiter not really have time to, to spend on finding the, the right talents. Um, so therefore, um, it is important for the um, recruiter to use the tools. Um, so starting from, from advertising the role, um, so leverage that digital tool. And then once get ordered the CV, then um, having a right tool to manage those CV through the entire recruitment process. So I think this is a must um, with this um, current digital world. And that, that will help the recruitment to be much more efficiency and much more successful. Yeah, time to hire speed tools certainly come in handy. We see more and more people adopting uh, tools such as the applicant tracking system like ours in Manatau. And on that note, many of the companies, especially in the startup scene, they're all tech companies, you, you should say. Actually, in fact, all companies today have to be tech companies in some form or manner, right? So if what would you say might be the three top challenges that the tech recruitment faces today? What do you think? I think number one is the um, recruitment time. So the time um, from the, the vacancy um, identify until this role is filled. And I also see that the trend is of hiring time become longer and longer. And this is so worrying. In the past, um, you know, you go, you, you recruit one role, you get the CV, you go for one or two interview and that person get a job. Now today, there's a few interview plus an assessment. So that means internally, the recruiter need to deal with many stakeholders, right? And and also the longer process is take, does mean it is more work for everyone. And um, it is also not competitive. So, so the the applicant could as well losing um, the interest already. And in addition to that, um, there's also a trend of um, having um, a few assessments before the work start. So that adding, so the average of hiring time become much and much longer. So that's a trend at the moment. And the second thing is a challenge. I would say that um, the the recruitment team or the headhunter as well have a lot of admin work to do. Also, um, if they need to manage internal and external, so if they need to work with the external recruiter, that that is also um, a task that burning on the recruit recruiter on top of um, finding the right talent. Finally, um, the last the last challenge. So it's one of those that I have been mentioned is 
how to find the right talent, how to attract them at the right time and, and at the right moments. So which tool to use, um, how to promote the company and building the talent pipeline already, or how to still keeping them warm and perhaps get back to them when there's a right role for, for that applicant. So that, that kind of challenges um, it is what is happening right now. Yeah, those are very pertinent points. But what, what would you say might be a workaround for that? It's using using tech tools would be one and how should recruiters maybe think around? Definitely. I say a recruiter um, um, got to be um, try to find um, the tools that will help them. Um, now, now today there's many tools um, and the different steps um, through the hiring. So um, finding the digital tools that, that will save a lot of time and um, improving efficiency um, that definitely um, it is is would be my tips of making the the best out of the recruitment so talent as you said they are everywhere and especially in the tech scene they may not necessarily be in one location so more companies are looking for international talent with hybrid work then you have hyper connectivity etc how should recruiters be thinking about hiring the right talent internationally? So, um, yeah, beside um, getting the talent, then acquire the knowledge of um, how to integrate the, the new international team members um, into the company. So um, that kind of skill that um, the recruiter to, to get more international um, talent into the company. Yeah, That's on the recruiter side. So there's so much that we spoke about that a recruiter should do in terms of making sure the right candidate steps into in the door. Let's talk yeah. about the hiring manager in this instance. So in your experience, what might be the role of a hiring manager in making sure that right candidate gets through and stays? Any best practices you'd like to share? Yeah, great. Um, I really love this question because I come from two sides, right? Now I'm dealing um, with the recruitment, uh, much more dealing with, with the talent directly. However, more than 10 years, I was a hiring manager. And um, now today, um, the role of hiring manager and the recruiter seem to be a little bit um, separate and, you know, um, separate a little bit in, in many companies, especially big companies. However, what I like to emphasize is that um, the success and the ownership of the hiring should, should be within the hiring manager because um, the hiring manager know what type of person um, he or she want to have in the team. They know the business. So the hiring manager uh, playing um, the big role of, of hiring, it is not just only recruiter or um, the, the advertising. So um, hiring manager should take the full ownership, I would say. And um, I could share some tips is that um, the hiring manager should already um, looking around the market, build their own pipeline. No one will build the best talent pipeline um, than the hiring manager. So what that means is that um, when you are um, as a hiring manager, so you would have your network, you will meet the people, you will go on the network events or seeing um, how, how, how people work, you will see already that this person will be good for the company, right? And keep an eye on that before the role happens and um, so um, the good hiring manager will, will have some of, of pipeline already for, for themselves, at least a few roles. We will not expect them to, to feel like 
10 rows by, um, you know, um, having a network already, but a few is, is a, is a fair expectation. So that's one thing to, to, to take an ownership. A second thing is the hiring manager um, need to work closely with the recruiter to make things happen. It's a priority to be available for the recruiter all the time as much as possible they need to work as a buddy to make things happen and um yeah so just being very helpful as much as possible that that i would say yeah yeah so it's very much a collaborative process and one that is very proactive on both sides right yeah, so I, yeah. I, I, I really like how you said that you know the the hiring manager is, is the one who really knows what what we're looking for right so then you go out there and you make sure that you are also doing a little bit of sourcing and you've got your own pipeline that helps in the recruiter's job because at the end of the day you want to fill something so that's great you've spoken um, about your uh, great insights actually into the recruitment space today and you've spent some years in there looking at recruitment from both sides as a hiring manager as well as someone who is with uh, people who are hiring so what advice would you give perhaps to someone who is starting out in recruitment today? Um, what advice I would like to give um, would be to, to, to um, just nail down your own expertise as a recruiter. So which area um, match with your expertise? If you come from um, a service sector or hospitality or medical. So um, understand your own expertise and your own, own competency. It would be nice to, to have um, built it up with, with some team member as well. If you could partner with someone, that would be great. Um, so that will help to, to get things start off um, very quick. And second would be um, try to find your niche. So, um, which market, um, how, what type of the company you want to, to, to service if you want to do your own business, um, in which area and, um, understand a little bit of marketing because you also need to market yourself as a recruitment service, right? And um, finally, um, have a great customer service. So customer in this sense, it could be um, your your candidates, um, have a great customer service with them. Um, and another thing could be as well, um, your your companies that, that you're working with, the hiring companies. So um, yeah, having a good relationship, then that would be um, one of the key to, to help to start off the business. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much for those uh, pieces of advice because even people who are not from the recruitment uh, industry or people who are not actively uh, recruiting but are serving within large organizations understand what the back-end processes might be and how intricate the coordination uh, is when it comes to actually getting a talent through the door, right? So thank you so much, Parisha and Arish. We could speak longer, but... Uh, we have to wrap this up. Uh, so it's been a great pleasure really having you on the show. Thanks for making the time. But I'm sure uh, our viewers and, and listeners want to know more about you and maybe your company. So where can they find you? Where, which channels can they look up? Yeah, well, they can find me on the LinkedIn. So just go Parishat Hanin. Um, so that's my LinkedIn profile. And then from there, you can also see my LinkedIn page. So Parishat Hanin and Partners. Um, I'm very easy. So just send me a message and I'm happy to help. And thanks, Lydia, for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure to, to share my insight with you. Excellent. All the best with your um, startup advisory consultancy and also the coaching that you do for businesses. I'm sure it will take off. And we have been speaking with Parishat Hanin. 
who is the consultant at Parishad Hainan Partners in Germany. Do look out for our future podcasts and um, all in recruitment and stay tuned for our next videos. Thank you.